Now we're reading the uh, we're doing the reading of the twenty first of March. I am reading uh, chapter thirteen of Samuel because I am reading a different translation. And one of the things that I like about modern translations is that they kind of go over some of the errors that were found in the in some of the King James. Let me read it to you, especially. Uh, with the Philistines. The Philistines muster a mighty army of 3,000 chariots, 60,000 charioteers, and as many warriors as the grains of the sand and the seashore. They camp at Mishmas, rest east of Ben-Hadon. The men of Israel saw that the tight spot they were in, and because they were hard-pressed by the enemy, they tried to hide in caves, thickets, rocks, holes, and cisterns. Some of them crossed the Jordan River and escaped into the land of Gath and Gilead. So, in the King James, it talks about 30,000. In this translation, it talks about 3,000. Now, is that a mistake? Well, it's a copious mistake, most likely. Now, if you, have, if you were ever a little kid and you had to do those extremely stream exercises where you have to do the same sentence a hundred times. Um, remember those things where thou shall not say to the teacher something evil <laughs> or something like that. Um, well, the Jew had no printing press. This We're talking about scriptures as old as 4,000 years. David was 10th century B.C. So it was about 3,000 years ago. Moses about 4,000 years ago. So, about 3,500 years ago. So, what I'm trying to tell you is that as you see the Bible and you read the Bible, I'm... A little bit confused sometimes about those BC things and whatever. So, I can guarantee you this. That all of us have copied things and have transcribed it the wrong way. That's what they did. It's a copious mistake. How do we know that? Because we have other versions. Copious mistakes are simple human error. They're not godly errors. There was a Bible called the Wicked Bible because when they printed it, this was a printing press Bible. They wrote, Thou, um, you know, in the commandments where it says, Thou shall not. They basically it said, You shall, <laughs> you know, you, you cannot. It says, You can. And that's what uh, they call it the Wicked Bible because somebody omitted the not. So I'm saying that this is something that we have to really consider when it comes to studying the Bible. Now, 600 against 3,000, possible. But let's continue reading. Meanwhile, Saul stated at Gilgad, and his men were trembling with fear. 
So Saul waited there seven days while Samuel and Samuel had instructed him early, but Samuel still didn't come. Saul realized that his troops were rapidly slipping away, so he demanded, Bring me the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, and Saul sacrificed the burnt offerings himself. Just as Saul was finishing with the burnt offering, Samuel arrived. Saul went out to meet and welcome him. But Samuel said, What is this you have done? Saul replied, I saw my men scattering from me, and you didn't arrive when you said you would. And the Philistines are at Mishmash ready to battle. So I said, The Philistines are ready to march against us at Gilgad. And I haven't even asked for the Lord's help. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering myself before you came. How foolish, Saul exclaimed, you have not kept the commandments the Lord your God gave you. Had you kept the Lord, would have established your kingdom um, over Israel forever. But now your kingdom must end. For the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. The Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people because you have not kept the Lord's commandments. You have not kept the Lord's commandments. Very interesting. How many commandments of God have we broken? You know, I have faith. Many evil people. And sometimes there is nothing you could do to face these evil people. But here you have people in the battle, thick of the battle, hiding. Remember what God said to Adam. Adam, why are you hiding? My friend, I come here to speak with you. In the coldness of the evening, Adam, sin can make us hide from the most precious thing, God. My friend, I might not be here tomorrow. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. I might not be here this year. The future is not guaranteed. I have been so close to dying. I have seen the tunnel. And now I'm going through very difficult times. But I know my Redeemer lives. Have you ever thought about committing suicide? Don't do it. There is hope. There is great expectations to those who find Jesus. Don't try to take shortcuts. You see how Saul is taking the shortcut here. He's overimposing his man the duty of a religious leader. Nobody goes to see the mechanic and says, Here mechanic, can you be my dentist? All of us will say, Well, that's wrong, fool. That's really wrong. Uh, excuse my word, fool. Not in the ghetto way, but in the proper way. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Take steps. Look, 
Last year, horrible year in my life. One of the most difficult years in my life. I have seen death really close. If you're going through issues and problems, give them to Jesus. I know that's a cliche. I don't say that it ain't gonna be painful. I don't say it ain't gonna be the most difficult thing that we go through. But it is possible. Let's trust in Jesus. You know, one time, somebody said to me, why don't you just die? Job's wife said, just curse God and commit suicide. That's what Job's wife was saying. Now, the Bible says just die. But how can somebody die if he doesn't commit suicide? We, we don't have the power to go, okay, I'm dying right now. No, we would have to murder our life. Now, imagine if your wife says, man, your God defrauded you. Why can God not protect you? Why can God not help you? Look at this evil people. They are just complete evil in the making. Why isn't God doing something about it? Think about it. God is doing something about it. Why? Because he's letting us be the goodness of this world. How does goodness shine? How does light shine? In the pitch of darkness. I remember I was camping once. And I had a little light that I had gotten. Now I went down to this ravine. And I laid out this little, little light. In one of my classes, I discovered that you could see the moonlight about a mile when it's in full blast. So, I would ride my bicycle through the street at night with all my lamps. But sometimes I would go and take a break. And I would sit on a rock or pedal my bike very slow. And I would see these fireflies. In the night, I created some beautiful story about the fireflies that I still remember. And I would see this little tiny insect give so much light in the pitchness of darkness. We are mortal people. Our God is the most exorbitant and most beautiful God. Can we trust Him? We cannot be led by emotions. People who say to themselves, Look, the religious preacher defrauded me. I have an enemy about to jump me and he refuses to come and help. And then we take religion on our own means and we try to make God our genie. Look, violence leads us nowhere. Violence leads us nowhere. We cannot pick sides. We are all the same. All of us. 
Look, if I had a choice to say, well, I'm just gonna do as they do to me. We would all would be, I would be dead already. Now, but if I let God do to those that which they do to me, and as I do to them, as God does to me, and you rewind that if I say that, let me put this in context. If I forgive them as God forgives them, God will forgive them. If I act like them, God will deal with me the same way. Trust in God. Be simple. Be mindful. Why rebel? Why violence? Now we have a man here facing the odds because he's a head of state. And all his men are forsaking him. But, you know, today I was, yesterday or the day before, people will say to me, just do what the world says. If you just do what the world says, you could be Look, did you see that girl, how beautiful she is? She doesn't want to get married. She just wants to go and just have a good time. Look, did you see the car over there? You don't have to buy it. Just steal it. Did you see the manager? You better. But God says, no, serve. You cannot be greater than the master. You cannot be greater than the boss. You could be as equal to the boss that makes you as equal to him. But when you get in this arrogant mode, you don't know me. It's because there's pride. The one that's at the bottom is as important as the one at the top. A totem pole. You know, there's a saying, I'm at the bottom of the totem pole. What is at the bottom of the totem pole? The foundation. Without the bottom, the top doesn't happen. I remember that one time they had closed all my way to water. And I was in a bad situation because the, all the water had in hambre, what they call it, was it was bad water. And I have a book. And I'm reading it and I say, God help me, God. I have no water. And all of a sudden, God says, just turn around and go to the back. And I went to the back, and there was a faucet. How would I know that if God would have not helped me? I fill my little water bottle. Now, miracles like that happen. Look, the Bible is a book written by God. It was copied by man. The original Bible had was most likely perfect. But copying mistakes, very little copying mistakes happen. But even if you found the perfect Bible, the New Mark translation, you wouldn't believe in God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you.
and he prospered his line upon you.